Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln. The commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, all right, all right. Monday, January 31st, uh, I am Commander Jack Riggins. This is Drive Time Lincoln. Uh, best guess we have right now is it's about day 160 of the mask siege. That's best guess. I mean, it's day 160. Okay, it is. I'm confident. In okay, this detainee 722. That's been his charge uh, ever since we got detained to keep that number rolling. Um, my job is to um, take the local stories, the national stories, provide some insight, maybe some more information, and of course, opinion. Uh, but here we are. I'm still detainee 3101. Maybe this thing will end. Uh, maddening. I uh, I started my day in San Antonio, Texas this morning and uh, made my way back, which was nice. It's always good to come back home. Uh, however, it's just so bizarre when you travel and you go to different locales in our country and the feeling and the dynamic with regard to how everybody both on a personal level and a community level and maybe even state deals with COVID. But then you have the federal mandates on the airlines. And, of course, hey, listen, we all have learned to travel. Uh, we want to travel. And so, you know, most of us are going to get on that plane and put the mask on. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to travel. It's that simple. And for me, that you know, I don't know what it's like being buried alive. But when I get on that tube and I've got the mask on, I, I do. I feel like a detainee. It's a very frustrating dynamic. And then, you know, I kind of scurry through the airport after I land in Lincoln and finally get in the car. I'm like, okay, I'm free. But but I guess, you know, but I'm sort of free depending on where I go in Lincoln and, and you know, what the crowd is. Anyway, we still have a mass mandate, I think. Um, actually, the gentlemen from Child Evangelism Fellowship are here. Matt Anderson and Jonathan Musgrave. Uh, you've heard them both on before. Uh, they're going to give us an update, and we're going to chit-chat about uh, things that they have going on. You've also heard Matt uh, multiple times, as we discovered in our first interview, our love of astrology. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> Australia, because I'm, get, I'm getting ready to talk about the trucker convoy up in Canada, and yeah. I'm thinking, uh, I, and why am I thinking Can Canadians? See, here I go, and uh, Australians. Anyway, astrology. Astronomy. Jeez. <laughs> see, see how see folks difference. when you, see <laughs> folks when you get up at three a.m. in a different state and you've been gone for a while. I mean, totally off my game right now. Plus oxygen deprivation. <laughs> yes, yeah. oxygen. Thank you, thank you, Jonathan. You're absolutely right. Had a little O2 uh, deprivation. For we're all here to help you, Commander. We're all no, here to we're help here. you. We're good. But I understand there were some good shows. Uh, like I said, Doug Fitzgerald can't thank him enough. Uh, does a phenomenal job filling in, and uh, you know, and I hope a lot of you. Uh, do get to hear Doug in DTL and understand he has his show One Shot One Life on Saturday mornings and tune into that because I really uh, personally I love listening to Doug and uh, the crew and of course Johnny Cadillac did have a Midwest Wrestling Association uh, event Friday night. How did that go? It went great. Great crowd there and always a lot of fun and Friday was no exception. Nice. Well I'll tell you what uh, we'll get to it with these folks here uh, if you keep listening, pay attention. We're going to have a Tommy's Car Wash uh, kind of quick giveaway uh, towards the bottom of the hour. Um, and we'll tell you more about it as we go. Well, welcome, gentlemen, back to DTL. 
Thanks, Commander. Great uh, to be here. Thanks. I don't know if I have any more assists from you guys or even Johnny Cadillac over there, but I think I've <laughs> used up all my personal fouls and, and maybe been ejected already from the game. <laughs> so what's going on in your world? Well, we're, uh, of course, uh, wow, kicking off this year. We're off to a great start uh, in the ministry here. When we uh, came on uh, here, was it back in November, uh, we were kicking off our Million Dollar Miracle Pledge Drive. And uh, what, what a great response we've had. The community's really stepped up, and we're, we're off to a good start. Uh, so just kind of in the round numbers, uh, we've had between total of cash given and then pledges, people who said that they're mm-hmm. going to give a certain dollar amount uh, over a five-year period of time, uh, we're a little north of 180000 So uh, for us, that's just a really a great start. This is really year one here of the five-year, and uh, uh, there is room. We, we, we don't have all the slots filled. Um, we would like to have another couple hundred people as a minimum uh, to be able to step up and, uh, and pledge. Uh, what, what they can do to, to help out our ministry grow financially. Well, I'll tell you what, in this depleted state that I'm in today, I might forget. So while, we've, while you've given that update, where can people go and pledge? Uh, real simple. And find the to, info. Yeah, so go to cefnebraska.org, and then just scroll down just a little bit, and you'll see where it says Million Dollar uh, Miracle Pledge Drive, and then there's a Donate Support button right there. Just click on that, and it just gets that easy. That is Matt Anderson, part of the uh, CEF crew. And if you've been paying attention, uh, like I said, uh, they've kind of kicked it off and came on the show and talked about it in November. Then we found out that Matt and I have a love of astronomy. Astronomy. (laughs) Which astrology, of course, is looking up at the stars and drawing pictures of Scorpios and Libras and things like that. And predicting your future. Yes, and predicting your future. No, that is not our shared passion, although we could probably talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's astronomy. And and we'll probably talk about that a little bit. Uh, Jonathan, how you been? Doing great. Man, this, uh, after our campaign and you know, in in the year is a little slow, but then kicking off in January, it was just it's been we've just been going gangbusters. Um, really starting some new clubs. Of course, um, CEF Child Evangelism Fellowship is about assisting you know churches and just individuals who are interested in taking the gospel to kids wherever they are. Mm-hmm. And currently, we're in the public schools, and so it gives the kids there an opportunity. To be able to hear an alternative or you know something different, um, and so they can go to it once a week right after school. And so we've actually um, we've probably started in eight different schools, about five of them in Grand Island. We had one in Palmer and one here just got started last week in Lincoln. We have another one this coming week that uh, we're looking forward to get started. Another one in Norfolk, and so I mean we've had a huge increase just here at the at the beginning of the year. So we're excited because the the kids that come, they just love love um being poured into. I mean they they get it from their teachers as well, mm-hmm. but it's just you know when they come it's a smaller group. Um it, you know and and so these they just and it's a neat, it's neat also to see that just the change that happens in so in sometimes their lives. In fact, we I mean we have some principals in different places in, in even in Nebraska that They've moved from school to school or whatever, and they've approached us again and said, "Hey, you're not, I know you're not in this school that we're in. Can you provide somebody? Yeah. Can you find a group?" And so we do our best, but it's all volunteer run. Sure. Um, so we're constantly looking for volunteers. And listeners, if you don't remember, one of the things um, is, you know, I had the chance, and and again, you can go to the website, but to look at some of the materials, and and we'll call it the methodology of bringing it down to the level of really being able to understand the gospel. 
And, you know, I some people come to, say, school with no background. Some people have kind of their familial parents. But nonetheless, when there's a third party who's passionate about teaching young people and you have a curriculum that you guys have spent time on to to really break it down to maybe some of the questions that young people have a hard time asking parents or discussing or let's be honest sometimes us as parents we get busy and you know we'll talk about that on Sunday and Sunday school but you know and and you know so by providing that opportunity for young people to get another avenue to learn about mm-hmm. the gospel and of course you know me I'm a fan of uh, ethics and morality and you know when you talk about America and our freedoms it's also one of those things where um, you know you can debate me all day long but uh, religion has always been a part of our country and frankly uh, the expression of really all religions uh, you can you know understand that Christianity is a big part of it um, but I think as we've all developed as adults, you understand that, you know, Christianity is my faith or your belief, but as a good Christian, I understand that there's other good people on this planet that may study something else. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, and, and I think to be honest, the way I look at it is I, I think a lot of the stuff we used to get intuitively through education systems, public or private. I think, uh, the <coughs> family unit used to be able to provide a, it a lot more mm-hmm. and so it's filling a, a very needed thing in our youth yeah uh, and uh, I think you really hit upon that there uh, things uh, like when I was growing up uh, you know I'm 60 years old now the the family dynamic was certainly a lot different mm-hmm. when I was growing up versus what it is today and uh, you know you do, the, the the nuclear family isn't so nuclear anymore and uh, uh, from my particular standpoint as a stewardship director, I'm, I'm finding in the community there's individuals, businesses, organizations that want to make an impact in the community, and they're looking for a way in which they can direct their energies, that they can direct their uh, resources, and they want to make a meaningful change, a meaningful impact. And uh, Child Evangelism Fellowship just happens to be one of those ministries uh, that has a, not only a local impact, but a global impact. I mean, we're just starting year 85 and being in nearly every country in the world uh, and reaching, you know, we'll probably hit 20, 20 million kids this year globally. Uh, and dialing that down here locally, there's a quarter million elementary age kids, uh, public, private, and homeschool. And uh, we're currently reaching around six to 7,000 of them, which um, is, is a great start. We want to double that to around 15, maybe get 20,000 here in the next year or two. And uh, this pledge drive kicks in, helps out with that because it allows us to hire people, right? For anything to grow, you have to put good quality people and nothing wrong with volunteers. But, uh, you know, when, when you have somebody that volunteers, we, a lot of them do it from their heart. Uh, but we want to be able to put good paid staff members in there uh, so they can continue to support and appreciate those volunteers. And then just like what Jonathan was talking about, look at all the different communities that we're into that we weren't in six months ago. Right. Well, and you're also, you know, uh, volunteers are key, but when it comes to big organizations and organizing the volunteers, having paid staff and having some of the structural resources to make that happen is hugely important. Actually, when you mention the numbers you've already raised, um, you keep at the pace. You know, you're doing darn well. That's a great start, fellas. Uh, it is, and we're and we're very thankful. Um, and interestingly enough, we've had about I think uh, around 40 people have some, have brought in those numbers, mm-hmm. which is just really phenomenal. 
um, but we realize that there's a, there's a lot more room for growth, as it were, and uh, it, it takes potential. Now, uh, we in, in a perfect world, uh, everybody there, uh, especially the ones that are pledging, uh, we'd love for them to continue to give. Sure. But we know that life gets in the way and un, unexpected bills and so forth come up, and, and people have to make a choice, and we obviously want them to go to prayer and, and, and see where God's going to direct them. But we certainly would like to have additional people. More people shoulder the burden, as it were, and it certainly makes a lot easier to to maintain and to attain the goal uh, that we have set. And it's just not, I say, we having set. We've we went we've gone to prayer. We've we've uh, gone around some other people, and just being able to have the good counsel and uh, just listening to what God is really uh, putting upon our heart, and then being faithful and truthful to that. Yeah, that's Matt Anderson from Child Evangelism Fellowship, along with Jonathan Musgrave. Uh, we're just kind of getting an update. I know. Uh, you guys have some other programs coming up uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, folks, I, you may think, wow, Commander just got back. We're, we're just diving right in. Don't think that I haven't forgot about this Herbie Husker thing going on <laughs> and the change there. Okay, don't think that I haven't heard and researched the Freedom Convoy up in Canada uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> with its uh, 100,000 plus vehicles and 1.2 million people gathering to ask for their freedom back, as well as the now sister or brother movement that's happening and developing in America as we go, where people are going, hey, enough is enough. Um, And that's probably why I was thinking of Australia, because I've worked with both the Canadians and the Australians. And and I can tell you, folks, the reasons the Australians can't do this, and this is so hard on them, not just COVID, but policies, is they took away their weapons, they took away their freedoms, and now it's a free-for-all down in Australia of whatever the government wants to do. Mm -hmm. So that's what you see Canadians pushing back on. You certainly have Americans trying to do the same, but I think we're getting close to where peaceful protesting and sticking to your constitutional values and what you as a people believe in is going to make a big difference over this next year. And, you know, in a way down in the level with the gospel and, and teaching you know, about Christ is what you guys are doing. And you've got some new programs that we didn't talk about last time. Leaders Lead? Yeah, so Leaders Lead is a monthly event that we have. It's the first Tuesday of every month where we invite uh, leaders from the Lincoln Omaha area, really across the state, uh, to come in and share about their personal walk with Jesus Christ and then what that uh, relationship has looked like, not only in their personal life, but in their business and professional life as well. So we've had uh, Coach Tom Osborne, we've had uh, uh, Andy, I want to say Andy Stebbing, but that's not right. Well, uh, Doug Peterson, I'm like, Andy is on my mind. Uh, Doug well, Peterson. I've confused you. It's, <laughs> yeah, you it's did. easy it, to do it, when it, I get off the whole rough It was start. the whole astrology I thing know, that really threw me off. That there. was a bad one. Uh, and I'm then, surprised the caller hasn't either called in or texted me about some of this today. <laughs> we, and then, uh, of course, we have Eric Underwood. You had him on the air here just this mm-hmm. last week. Uh, uh, Eric has spoken for us before, and so he's going to share. Uh, we're at the Vital Services Building at uh, 6400 Cornhusker. Uh, you can also see that on our CEF website. And uh, then we're also going to kick off uh, in 15 days after that, 
uh, our Leaders Lead Luncheon Series. And uh, none other than Coach Tom Osborne is going nice. to come. And uh, so if you've never heard Coach talk, uh, you do not want to miss this. And so we'll have some information on that and uh, certainly looking forward to it. So basically every two weeks we're going to be bringing in leadership from within the community to be able to take a look uh, at what CEF is and then what does it look like for that young child to potentially grow up and become one of these leaders such as a Tom Osborne yeah. or a Doug Peterson. Um, it's exciting to see. Yeah, Coach just um, just has a, a gigantic heart and capacity to give back and to share his stories and to share certainly about Christ. And it's very interesting. I mean, at some level, some people kind of, it flames out. I mean, you age, you have other priorities with your own children, but he is just, uh, he's been so steadfast for this state, not only as a football coach, but as a as a Christian, and, and that's pretty good. Pretty great, pretty neat. Uh, real quick, give the audience, uh, before we get to this two-minute break, uh, this Tommy's Car Wash, where we're going to take Caller 5, but when I say Caller 5, free <laughs> giveaway. What are we going to be giving away? So, uh, thank you to uh, Tommy's Express Car Wash. Uh, they're giving away one of their, their premium package. And it's incredible. Your car can go in looking like a rock, and it's going to come out shiny. It's just incredible. And... Uh, I think it's like a $35 value, almost a $40 value, absolutely free, and we're, we're, we're giving it away. Uh, Tommy's giving it to us, and then we're going to give it away to a lucky caller. There we go. That's what we're going to do. We're going uh, to hit this break. Then I'm going to come back. We'll do a little reminder, kind of like lining up the race cars. We'll do a little reminder in the two-minute segments, and then we'll say go. And we'll take the fifth caller when we get to the bottom of the break. But not right now, folks. Right now, I need you to stretch. I need you to just relax, take a breather. Uh, but here on Drive Time Lincoln, uh, from the good gentleman of CEF, uh, we're going to get a Tommy's Express car wash and Tommy, Tommy's Express car wash as well. little giveaway on the inaugural day back. Day 160, 1499 3 You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499-3 KLIN. <laughs> All right, we're back. We've got uh, two minutes here, two minutes before we kick off a, a giveaway. Um, we're on with uh, Jonathan Musgrave and Matt Anderson from Child Evangelism Fellowship. And uh, we are going to have a Tommy's Express Car Wash top premier package giveaway in a minute. But just stand by, folks. John, what are we, where are we going to go after this once we get the giveaway away? Where are we going to go second segment? Oh, boy, there's so many things that we could talk about. You're um, like, Jack, you're the host. You're supposed to tell me. <laughs> uh, you know, just, um, well, of course, we talked about last week, maybe a little bit about it, the, the new staff, missionaries that got hired last year, and they're in the process of headed off to training. Because mm -hmm. we have a, not only do we have, again, we mentioned it was an international ministry, but it, we have an international, well, it is international, but um, our stateside one for our institute that mm -hmm. anybody can Take, but all of our missionaries need to go through and just equipping training. Um, yeah. So I mean, just, well, just number one, awesome. it's a shout out because uh, those folks are making a good sacrifice, and two, it's education, and I think that's that's, that's great right. for people to hear um, kind of how the sausage is made, if you will, inside your organization, yeah. and uh, there's a process to it, which um, you know offers a lot of growth for people that that want to do it, and as well as uh, lets those that are interested or want to support to understand how you guys do it. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go, folks. Um, 
what we're going to have is um, Tommy's Express Car Wash has been nice enough to donate to CEF a uh, top-tier package for you. And they, on their own, were like, hey, Jack, we could do this. I was like, yeah, we can make this happen. And we argued about what number caller, but I'm going to tell you what. What we did is we said, caller five, I told you to stretch out, and now it is caller five gets that deal. Ready, set, go. 14993 KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln. 14993 KLIN. All right, bottom of the hour, we do have a winner for the uh, Tommy's Express uh, car wash giveaway from um, Christian Evangel or <laughs> Child Evangelism Fellowship. Uh, yeah, thank God we're not playing basketball because I would have fouled out a million times over on this show. I hope the GM's not listening. Uh, hey, let's go to Frank on line three. Hey, Frank, congratulations. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I wish it was about ten minutes earlier. My wife just drove through Tommy's. Well, you know, I'm sure if she's already going to Tommy's, she's going to want to go again. That's right. Even now, she can get the platinum. Well, we really appreciate you calling in. This was kind of a short-notice deal uh, with Matt and Jonathan, and uh, we thought it'd be fun to do, and uh, we found a way to do it, and and, uh, and you got the you got the touch the touch to get get the caller number five. So, um, yeah, appreciate it. We will pass on your information to these guys, and they'll coordinate and they'll get that out to you. I really appreciate it, Frank. Hope hope you have a great day. Thanks, Jack. Have a good night. All right, take care. Well, that always makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah. it does. Absolutely. Awesome. You know. By gosh, now maybe that's one thing I'll say. You know, GM, I keep fouling out of the show so much. we got to have a giveaway so I can, <laughs> so I can pick up my own spirits because I beat myself up over here. <laughs> one of the things uh, we left off with uh, as we were talking about uh, your folks coming in, kind of, um, you know, I'll, I'll say on a mission and mm-hmm. getting yes. trained and professionalized. And, uh, you know, that is a calling. Um and you've not only been growing that cadre, but they're about to take some other steps. And, uh, yeah, remind the audience, remind me about kind of, you know, that journey. Yeah. Well, and before I do that, I just have to say, Jason, um, um, Craig Jones is the owner of Tommy's. And so just a shout-out to Craig for his willingness to, to gift these things so we could pass yeah, them on absolutely. to all of this. So he's been a been a big, good friend and supporter besides just this. And so we, he's just a, we, he, we actually, we, we, we talked about the first Tuesdays. He actually came to one of them. That was the first time we met. And then I met with him out, out, out uh, secondary to that and just gotten to know him a little bit over the time. There so you go. anyway, and then I think you've got another uh, leader's lead luncheon <laughs> story maybe brewing right there. Oh, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, Craig. <laughs> I, I might've just signed you up for that. <laughs> yes. And so then anyway, as far as our Institute goes, it's our international headquarters is in Warrington, Missouri. And so that's our international, our USA offices, and then it's our institute there. It's a it's a twelve week program. And the cool part of it is, is even though all of us as staff missionaries need have to go through there, it's open for anybody to go through. And so we've had individuals from other you know mission agencies. We've mm-hmm. had children's directors for different churches, and they've just gone through just because of the quality of of training. And then to be able to take that and bring it back to you know, local churches, local, you know, anybody who works with children, just to, um, you know, help encourage and equip and train them. In fact, there was a church, local church here in, in Lincoln on January 22nd. 
they did a three-hour uh, three-hour workshop for all the workers within their church, and so I got to go in there and do the training, and then they nice. did a little breakfast, little lunch for their workers just to say thanks. Yeah. But also, uh, you know, hopefully they were able to glean some ideas and be able to you know take it back and incorporate it in their Sunday schools or you know you kids, kids clubs, and so that's just another aspect of of what we were able to do. Um, you know, because we have people praying and supporting, then we get to go out, you know, as as those full time missionaries and engage sure. those who are, you know, who currently are working with kids in churches and our good news clubs and, you know, getting getting geared up for before too long to be out in the, the neighborhoods with our five day clubs. Yeah. And so that just allows, you know, families to say, hey, you know what, I have a lot of kids in my neighborhood. I like to be able to introduce them to the Bible, God, Jesus, and mm-hmm. help us do that. And so we, and we train those young people to do it. And you bet. Send them in. Yeah, being that resource, I think, is what, what you were talking about. We have, was it 37 or 39 different modules that we have that we can... I think about 37. 37. Yeah. So a great number of resources that we have available for just not only CEF, but for the local churches here. We absolutely want you to, to reach out to us here and uh, uh, say that you're, you know, if you're interested, and we can sit down with you and see uh, if we can find something that will be a benefit for uh, you and the church mm-hmm. uh, that, that you have. Well, and another opportunity too is a lot of this training. You can we can go there, but um, quite a bit of it's online. Mm-hmm. And at cef um, cefcmi.com is the actual online institute. And so there's a lot of free resources there yeah. that anybody can just sit down and glean who was already working with working with kids, maybe their own kids, you know, just glean sure. some ideas. We have a um, we've just I think re-updated our YouTube, which is called U Night N I T E. All kinds of resources for kids, you know, because kids are so you know into watching and you know, especially yeah, during absolutely. COVID, we're trying to pull them off. So here's a here's a wonderful channel on YouTube. That um, and then and they're just continuing to advance and, and grow that those resources that's on there. So you have not only wonderful action songs, you know, for kids to learn and to sing and to learn as adults and then teach right. them, but all kinds of Bible stories and missionary stories. Yeah. And, and they just added uh, the or adding uh, Unite TV. Yeah, uh, it's a brand new uh, channel on there. So that's that's very exciting. Here, one more resource: moms and dads, school uh, parents. Uh, churches, uh, just just great. Here again, resources um, that we've had what for over eighty five years. Yeah, and that, well, growing a lot of it, you know, with all of our digital age, but yeah, it's yeah. still still being there. The facetious uh, radio host, of course, says, "Well, thank God you haven't been censored yet." <laughs> Oh, on amen. these platforms. And we'll say amen to that. Amen, amen yes, to that. No, sure. no doubt. There, there are some sane heads out there. Um, tell me, you know, when somebody goes, what have you noticed with some of the folks? Certainly you're going to have faith to even think about it. You're going to feel a calling if prayed. But then you're going to go get some formal education and, and, and go there. What have you seen from the time somebody, you know, kind of comes in what we would call green in the military, but then kind of goes through the 12-week program and understands all the resources, you know, that transformation of some of your folks that then come back and, and really help guide young folks in this journey. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing because, you, you know, most of our, the staff that it's heading down there now, most of them got started at the beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it was being onboarded by myself or somebody else who had done it. And so, you know, walk alongside with them, sit down and go to meetings and such. But once once they've headed down there, They've get you know workshops, um, 
sessions on leadership and how to approach churches and how to approach individuals for donors and just how to you know do it in a, a pro, kind of more professional way. Sure. And that, so that's kind of the second half of the training. The first half of the training is then just a lot of tips and tools and resources and training on how to teach kids and mm-hmm. then how to teach teachers who are already, you know, volunteers who are already working with kids. And yeah. so to see yeah. them come back, you know, especially when they come this first half, it'll be exciting because they'll go down and, and some will be there six, seven weeks um, taking these courses that they'll come back and then they'll implement within their areas or chapters, as we yeah. call them. and just encouraging encouraging the current volunteers that whether they're tied in with CEF or Good News Club or whatever, it doesn't matter, Right. Um, they're the, whether they're just volunteers in their churches, you know, but yeah. just seeing them equipped and encouraged. I, you know, I, I tell these volunteers who come to these things, I say, you know what, aren't you glad for your, your you know, your quote-unquote professionals, and they are professionals, mm-hmm. I don't mean to take it that way, but, you know, your doctors, your attorneys, your teachers, um, your engineers, they go through all this education and training, but it doesn't stop. Right. They're required to do ongoing training. Yes. And so I said, when I meet with your pastors and children's directors of churches, I say, when's the last time you've provided ongoing training for mm-hmm. these for your volunteers that have been probably some of them have been volunteering for twenty, thirty, forty sure. years? And sure, you know, you might have done something to say thank you every now and then, but hey, let's let's say thank you and let's give them some extra tools and start something that's kind of a more of an ongoing training and so this church that we were at you know here in lincoln um that's what the, that pastor he said yeah let's let's do this at least a couple times a year to help give him a shot in the arm and encouragement and yeah we're looking to go up to uh, a church up in concord which is up north of wayne to do that here in march and yeah so just looking for more of these opportunities to- well it, and it gives everybody that foundational base again of professionalism and I had to laugh when you're talking about ongoing training and the fact that uh, folks that are usually passionate about this, it's a lifetime calling. It is. Uh, yes. But, I, you know, I'm thinking back to my Catholic school days, and I'm like, probably it's time to tell Sister Margaret Mary you can't slap kids with the ruler <laughs> if they're left-handed. You know? Probably <laughs> you so. Know, we, need to, we need to professionalize. We need to understand some differences. But what I really like is you, you not only have, as an organization, have put a lot of deep thought in how to uh, move young people, um, just in the education, follow that up with resources, as you've said on your websites, for anybody who's teaching young people. And then really a cadre, uh, again, of folks that are professionalized through the Institute. And it, it really is a nice package. Um, and and I think that's great because anytime, and it doesn't matter what you're trying to teach, in this case, Jesus Christ and the gospel, you know, the communication mechanisms have to adapt and evolve as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, in my own professional life, and even these days helping and consulting, you know, a lot of times the experts do have the information, but they can't communicate in a way that the student learns. And I always say, you know, sh- I'll, sh- you sh- I'll show you a great teacher when I can look at all the students and they've got all the information that the teacher mm-hmm. has and they're exactly. applying it in their mm-hmm. lives. And yeah. so I think it's a great mission. Um, you know, I hate to bring it up, but I think it's, it's, uh, it's important for people to understand challenges you've seen in youth, say, over the last two years, not just with COVID, but, you know, everything that, um, in a way, you're kind of combating the word, you know, the gospel and the word of Jesus Christ. It's been a tough two years on folks. And, and young people, and I honestly think in media we don't talk about it enough. And I know that you know you're coming from the spiritual and, and, and angle of teaching the gospel, but nonetheless, you're around children. 
Well, it, indeed. In fact, the club, I was just visited with one of the teachers today who helped get the club started last, last week here uh, for, at one of the schools. And he said, we ended up with two kids, and even one of those kids was a challenge just for the two of them. And, <laughs> you know, just the different dynamics of, um, you know, you get some, obviously, and the teachers deal with this constantly. And, and I, of course, as we walk into the school systems, you know, you have to wear, you have to wear your masks and all this other stuff. And I, 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 you know, I struggle with that. We struggle mm-hmm. with that. But, you know, then I think of these kids who have to do it all the time right. and, and wear that. And the teachers who have to do it as well, um, it, you know, dealing with these discipline problems. And, you know, and it, it, sometimes it isn't discipline. It's just the way kids are wired and, and um, you know, it's it's a. I think it's a lot more of a challenge. Well, I think people forget before. they're little human beings and they have frustrations too. And if you're, yeah. you know, whatever it may be, but if it's like in this case, let's say it's a mask. You know, the frustration boils over and they're not paying attention and it's just difficult for them to focus. Um, and I have to suspect, uh, you know, on a national international scale, you know, just the social media and the movies these days. I mean, you know, I I, I will say that. Um, you know, but I think it's important for here. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a very devout uh, believer in Christ. Yes. Um, same with uh, if you're a devout Muslim and things like that. We get that twisted up sometimes. You know, believe in a higher power, mm-hmm. as I like to say. There's a lot of power there, right? And in our case here, but I think that, you know, you're constantly battling uh, kind of the media and that ebb and flow of society. Um, that is why when you, you're able to come in and simplify and teach lessons um, that really resonate, you know, going back to your book, I just love the little book, you know. Oh, yes, and the I, wordless, yeah. wordless book of colors. Yeah, Indeed. the yeah. book of colors. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal, yeah. you know, and, uh, and eventually these, these young folks, like all of us, are able to, you know, experience and go on and start to really develop, you know, how they want to showcase their faith absolutely i think you hit it early on it says uh when people come into this ministry their lives get changed and then when they learn uh how to properly how to effectively teach uh the teachers or teach the kids their lives become transformed and then in the communities whether it's a small neighborhood where we go into like in lincoln uh, into a neighborhood school or we go into a small community um, the, the lives that are changed, there, there's an immediate impact within that community. The word starts to get out, and uh, people and businesses and organizations, like, what's, what's happening? We're seeing a change within the community. Mm-hmm. And then they start to get behind it, and they start to ask questions, become involved. And, and that's how we grow. Yeah. And uh, so uh, no doubt that each one of us uh, that are in the ministry here have been called uh you know, four years ago, I, I was doing something totally different. Mm-hmm. And that knock on the door, you know, they talk about it, and you open it up and step through. And our lives certainly have um, been changed and transformed. It's been <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. And uh, I encourage everybody, you know, to go out to, uh, you know, the CEF website. I'll have these guys give it again. But uh, we're on with Matt Anderson and Jonathan Musgrave with uh, Child Evangelism Fellowship. The, you know, it just always feels weird to me. Uh, in the public space, if you will, and I shouldn't, but it's, again, it goes to the society thing about talking about faith and belief and Jesus gospels. And I'm telling you folks, um, it is such a huge asset to not only your individual life, Mm. however you find it, uh, but to the communities of which we live in, uh, let alone the country that we live in. And you know, those are, those are all intertwined, no matter how much we want to try to say they're not. 
And and all I can say is, boy, at least in my adult lifetime, if you ever uh, wanted to impart, you know, faith and belief in a higher power, you know, again, call it a lot of different things. A lot of different folks do. Uh, but in the end of the day, these folks are going out and they're they're helping youth understand that dynamic. And I think in process, like you said, being transformed yourself mm-hmm. in getting on the mission of CEF. Yes. You know, uh, give us again, Matt, give us the websites again so everybody can kind of. Go out there, find it. Absolutely. Go to cefnebraska.org. That is our website. Uh, You can go there to register for the Leaders Lead event coming up tomorrow morning, 745 a.m. at Vital Services Building, 6400 Cornhusker. Also the same website for our Million Dollar Miracle Pledge Drive. And uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. And by the way, this Leaders Lead is a networking opportunity. That's why we want all kind of business leaders sure. who can make it. So Yeah, and well, and soon after that, 15 days, you're going to have the Leaders Lead Luncheon. Yep, right. with Coach starting Tom Osborne. Yeah, yeah, with Coach Tom Osborne starting it off. Jonathan, uh, resources for people that are already teaching and want to learn how better to teach. Yeah, go. Please go and visit cefcmi.com, and there are all kinds of resources to be able to just kind of scroll through and find the uh, free seminars, paid seminars, uh, as well as just teaching segments as well. So, Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you, thank Commander. You, Commander. You bet. Uh, where are we at? 1,499.3 Drive Time Lincoln. We'll finish it up here in a second. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3 KLIN. All right. I want to thank uh, Jonathan Musgrave again and Matt Anderson from uh, Child Evangelism Fellowship. Boy, I want to say Christ. I, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm all over the map, folks. I like I said, I woke up at 3 a.m. in San Antonio, Texas, this morning and got on some flights. I did fly into Lincoln. I will say that uh, one carrier right now. That's rough. There's no doubt about it. I was, I was telling the guys off air. I, I share the vision of trying to, uh, we'll call it, build out and attract more for LNK. Um, so you know, I practice what I preach a little bit there. But but boy, it was rough uh, getting up that early and then you know sitting for four hours in Denver and, and getting here. So I'm a little sleep deprived. Um, I will say this: it was uh, emotional for me as a father who has served our country. And I, my son is really sixth generation when we go back. Uh, neat, but he's young. Yeah. You know, he's young there. and uh, But very neat to, to see that and be part of that. So we feel real blessed about that. And, uh, and again, I can't thank you guys enough uh, for coming in. We've got a jam-packed week, folks. Uh, Travis Filings, uh, District 3 uh, County Board, is going to come in. He's thrown his hat in the ring. Um, so he'll be in tomorrow. Uh, we won't have whatever Wednesday, but I think you'll approve. Uh, John Cook from Nebraska Volleyball is going to be on the show. And so, uh, you know, catching him is, is very difficult these days um, as he's always grinding, trying to find that one more point or, or whatever it is. But uh, just want to kind of just get a, a you know, a, a summation of the season and, and where they're going down there in, in Husker Volleyball. So looking forward to that. I've always enjoyed my time with John. And we're continuing to line up folks next week. Um, you know, we've got, we're going to have a governor candidate coming on. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the legislature. Like I said, I haven't forgot about this Herbie Husker thing. I'll get to that. And I haven't forgot about the Freedom Convoy. So there's a lot of things national, international, local. We'll cover it here on uh, Drive Time Lincoln, 1499.3.